Especially with that mic in front of you, I just wanna hear... Yeah, like, the sound? The sound. Can you hear me now? Uh, do this thing... How's that? Uh, it should be good. I feel like it should be louder. Alright, so the the show is called Virtue Reality. Was that the same oh, name as last time? Yeah. That's the one with the logo with the with the here speak see no evil, right? Hmm? That's the one with the same monkeys you had, the logos, the here oh, speak yeah, see no yeah. evil? Okay. But yeah, so it's basically like a philosophical insight into people's like minds and mm -hmm. what they think and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But it is. Would you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay. So, hello. My name is Ozzy. <laughs> I am, I guess I could say, a friend of Joseph's. <laughs> and it's interesting because I believe we. Even though we're very different, we have a lot in common when it comes to such topics. Right. Whether it be religion or social justice, we we uh, we click on a lot of things, I feel like. So this would make, hopefully, a very interesting conversation. Of course. Uh, but what I've been doing, like, so we definitely have been on a break for, like, the last uh, year. And I felt like the proper way to come back, especially with uh, everything that's going on and having a, a podcast, is with a second person to kind of balance out how the conversation flows. So I feel like finding somebody that definitely has a, a different uh, backstory than I do would be a good person to balance that sort of conversation. So I thought choosing somebody like Ozzy would be a good idea. But... So, what do you do? Where Where are you from? How old are you? Right. So, I grew up Los Angeles, California. Specifically, if you want to be specific, born in Chinatown. So, yeah. Born September 30th, 1997. Grew up there. Grew up all over Southern California. Up and down San Diego. Back to LA. Uh, my dad drove trucks. So, we were up and down. Then came to Vegas. I want to say... Maybe in the sixth grade, so about maybe 15 years ago. And then once we came out here, I stood. Family all went back a couple years ago, but I stood here. I have a beautiful daughter. And then, yeah, working, met Joseph at uh, Ellis Island. Been there, what, a couple years, right? Two, three years? Who? You. You. Me, well, oh, me just, like three years, you. Oh, just one. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. It was on the 9th. It was just this month. Oh, she really is. Yes. All right. Yeah. But yeah, mm -hmm. we met there. If we hit it, I've never had any problems. Uh, I feel like we both have our own, a lot of our beliefs and what we stick to, and I, that's what I respect about him. He he sticks to his guns, and I, so do I. Which a lot of people that met me say they don't really agree with a lot of stuff I say, but a lot of it just comes from my personal views, my what I've been through in life. So it's nothing evil. It's nothing try to bring no one down. It's just as far as I what I've seen and what I've gone through in my life what I believe and what I think is good and right is just based on my life. I'm not here to throw it on no one else. I'm open to conversations. That's what I like when it comes to debating or 
and I'm not trying to say prove me wrong or prove me right. Just if you have something interesting to say, I would love to hear it. And when you say, like, you attempt to stick to your guns, like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean? So one of the biggest things would probably be, so a lot of my background, I'm Mexican. So a lot of my families are uh, Catholic. They're, I wouldn't say majority of them are, I would say, the church lovers, but a good amount are. And having a name like Ozzy doesn't really help my case when they see me. I have, I think I told you, I have family members that won't even call me by my first name because they believe Ozzy and then associate that with like Ozzy Osbourne and they associate that with evil. So I have a couple family members that won't even acknowledge me by my first name or this tattoo I have. Do they, are they the same sort of people that think that rock music is like the de- connection to the devil? And it was, there's some, yeah. There's, there's one specifically, yeah. She... For my whole life, she would not call me Ozzy. It's always been Nicholas, my middle name. Because, excuse me, she believes it's it's just less evil. She doesn't want... She's one of those people that doesn't want anything to do with what she believes is evil. And my name, she believes, is part of that. <laughs> and then me getting this tattoo. I have a tattoo on my forearm of... Hold on. So this is, like, this is what I love about like really getting into a topic like that. Yeah. Have you ever asked her... Did you think that the name Ozzy was evil before he did that on stage? <laughs> right. So I never asked her that, but I thought about it. And with, with whether not even just her, with even have my older sister, she uh, she you know she grew up her whole life stayed in Los Angeles, so she grew up in that that Chicano Mexican culture. And the same thing, she always calls me Nico, a, a shortened for Nicholas, because. Even though she doesn't see see my name and what I stand for as evil, she still has it in her mind that I'm associated somehow with it, just because of the stamp of the name my parents gave me. Which is funny because they didn't yeah. even they didn't even name me after Ozzy Osbourne. My dad's a big baseball fan. There was a baseball player he liked named Ozzy Smith, and that's where that, that came mean, from. Like the name has nothing to do with no. it. Because if if you were named anything else, and you, what if you were named something else and you actually acted evil? So what right. difference would that make? Right. <laughs> or I could be. Yeah, because my original name was supposed to be Daniel. Yeah. I was born, my mom wrote Daniel on the birth certificate. And I think my dad was at home asleep. They called my my dad. Hey, everything's fine. Oh, what'd you name him? Well, we named him Daniel. He said, nope. He got up, went to the hospital, got the birth certificate, told the nurse they lost it, mm-hmm. and wrote Ozzy, and that was that. So e- even if I was born, my name was Daniel even if I'm still acting like the same person, would they still see me like that? Exactly. So I feel you like... A, would. Right. And like even when I tell people, oh, what's your name, Ozzy? They think it's like my gang name or stripper name. I'm like, no, that's my real name. Yeah. Because I thought that your name... I mean, most people aren't named... Eh, I met... Not met a bunch of Ozzy. I've never met Ozzy, but... Right. I've seen Ozzy's on TV. Yeah, and they're out there. They're actual Aussies, but right. normally it's like Oscar or something like right. that. Or Oswald. Yeah, like, yeah, we had that conversation. Yeah, right. even you said, what? what is it, the... Batman or the Joker's oh, what, what was uh, the Oswald the Pen- Cobblepot yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like yeah a lot of people think it's a nickname but that's always probably been the main not hurdle but the main thing that's when I when I introduce myself to people and they and then they see like I said they see the tattoo on my forearm which I have a I guess a portrait of the devil on my hand and it's funny because this has nothing to do with my religious beliefs at all yeah this has I, I've always had a sleep paralysis since I was young and I've always had just nightmares and just weird stuff in my sleep. So the idea was just fill my body up with 
and I paint and draw a lot on the side. So I would whatever I would see in my nightmares or dreams, I would draw, and then whatever I liked, I would get them tattooed. <laughs> so it was almost like that's basically what it was. So I mean, it doesn't help that I have this on my arm, and people already have that assumption. But it's it's funny because it's the complete opposite. I don't know what like in my experiences with my family and stuff like that. They try to avoid. Uh, really diving into like that kind of subject and really addressing like where those sorts of thoughts come from especially like in a religious way have you ever found why do you think that is like do you think that people are afraid to really like question what they believe yeah I, that's a big part of it I feel like so to me the church whether you grew up in it or not and I have nothing against it that's fine I'm not here to say what I believe is right and wrong like I had a conversation with someone and we were talking about atheism and they told me oh are you an atheist i go no i don't see myself as an atheist i mean there is some stuff that they that aligns with me what they believe in so there's we have similar interests but the big difference with me and that is i'm never gonna argue someone's religion i'm not there to change your mind i'm not there to say you're wrong or you're dumb as opposed to i feel like people on that side that's their main goal in life what a big part of it is shoving it down your throat Hey, you oh, what's what side on the Christian Catholic yeah, right. on the religious side mm-hmm. and not that it's a bad thing. But if you're going to preach about being good and being great and acceptance, how are you going up to everyone and saying, well, what you're doing? This is wrong. You're doing that is wrong. But if you do this, how we tell you to do it, then you will become right. That just doesn't right. make sense to me. And also, too, where do you get the the idea that what you're talking about is accurate? Right. Because right. what? Shit, I don't know what to say. <laughs> But, I don't know, it just makes no sense to me, because you have to also... See, my point is, when I talk to somebody about religion, I try to make it a situation where, not that I'm trying to convince them of anything, I want themselves to convince themselves that what they're trying to put forward is true or not. So, if you come to the end of the conversation that you figured out that what you believe is true, then let's continue to believe that it's true. But if you don't, it is based on you ignoring actual facts and right. proof that somebody else has pointed out, then that becomes a problem. Or if you say, well, I understand what you said, and I, but I still believe what I believe, then that starts to become not... That I feel like the conversation should continue because right. somebody didn't deliver a message correctly, and it's obviously the person trying to establish like a like a like a criteria of yeah. understanding the truth and i feel like that's a huge problem and like a lot of it is like we had this conversation the other night at work a lot of it i feel like is especially with like people my age early 20s they they almost seem confused because i almost feel like a lot of them they say they they're religious they do this they which is fine but you you talk you, like you said you have a debate with them you talk to them they they it's almost like they don't know much all they know is what their parents or family shoved down their throat I've actually found that the opposite. Really? I feel like older people, typically, what I've noticed, like, older people have, like, the hard-headed mindset, not younger people. Like, I, just, I feel like younger people not only don't actually go to church, but they, are, they, they don't yeah, they, partake in any part of religion in any other way. Right. But you know besides I mean? saying, oh, I believe in God. Yeah, like, you believe in God. Okay. Right. And and, and 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 this is this is the problem, not a problem, but I guess a, uh, a tick that I have is, 
I'm not saying I'm better than you or better than that, but what I have a problem with is the people who preach it, not people preach it, but, you know, I, I pray, I do this, and they kind of do things by the books. But then you tell them, when's the last time you went to church? Or they, Oh, I can't, I'm too busy, or this and that. Well, you're kind of, I'm saying you're a hypocrite, but mm. if you're going to stand by what you believe in, at least if if it's going to take you to one Sunday or Saturday, whatever it is you go, and you can't do that. That's kind of the bare minimum in my eyes. But you're out here saying the complete opposite of you are doing this, you yeah. are doing that. It's like, like that's the bare minimum. Right. And it's like just saying believe in God is, or like believe in whatever you believe in. Right. That's be like below, way below the bare yeah. minimum. Because to me, my upbringing is I was raised like Baptist. Mm-hmm. So I, I was always in church. Like every Sunday, oh, yeah. we went to church on Wednesdays. Well, Wednesday nights to do like a little Bible study and oh. stuff. And none of those memories were ever bad. So it's really funny when people say, oh, you must not believe in this or you must not think this. Well, it's not that I believe any of that stuff. However, don't try to associate my learning of that stuff mm-hmm. or me, me being brought through it as a negative because every part of me going to church when I was a kid was fun other than me being there for so fucking long. Right. But... And you, I, yeah, <laughs> and you had no problems being being gay and in that church. They had no specific no, so, problems so with that. Like, no, no, that never was a thing that came up because when we stopped really going, mm-hmm. I was about probably like fifteen, so okay. it wasn't like a thing right, that right. I was even dealing with at the time. Okay, but um, no, it wasn't like that came up or like I'm sure it was. I'm sure like at some point somebody was like, "Oh, he's like a little like." What, what, sugar in the tank that fucking thing in the 90s like, <laughs> that was a, that was a saying fucking idiots yeah it was a 90s <laughs> thing we stopped that but you know what I mean but like so I've seen that's definitely occurred but like I didn't associate that with being going to church you know right. what I mean Cause you didn't, didn't see those two worlds conflict yeah, each other like, okay yeah I was just like still going to church still in the choir like I was like but then when I started to really get into the like the details that nobody else wanted to get mm-hmm. into that's when I was like yeah this is a problem because right. When I ask you where the dinosaurs come from and you can't answer that, or you say that they never were there, these are huge scientific problems. Right. These aren't just things that you can just brush away. Yeah. Were you ever at that point in your life where you... So I had this conversation with someone, I forgot who. I might have been, I've seen it online, about going back to the whole atheist thing. Mm. Like, there is stuff I agree with and don't. Like I said, the main difference is I'm not... And like there is, even though I'm not the most religious person or at all, there is times I catch myself talking to my dad, uncle, who was real close. I was real close with, or another uncle that passed away. And even though in my mind I know most likely he's not there, he's not listening. I still catch myself at times doing that. Do you? Is that something you do too? Um. Yeah. Because I also think that. So this is the part where, like, it's so weird to to like make this statement and put this forward because like there's no proof of this right but like i this is like i don't want to say like things that i can't support because i also sound like those people that i'm talking about right right but like i think that people are like i don't know it's so hard to explain because i also don't think that like our soul goes anywhere i think that we just exist in mm-hmm. the same plane but we just live but we don't we don't exist in the same plane we live in the same universe on a different plane like so like we're still here on or, or in the space on earth but mm-hmm. our 
physical bodies aren't able to like sustain our consciousness anymore. Even my friend who's going to like uh, psychiatry, like he's going to get his master's in psychiatry. Mm -hmm. He wants to go into the study of like consciousness and stuff like that. So like, I I think that like how you saying you 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 try to talk to your uh, dead uncles and stuff like that. I think that that isn't absolutely impossible because if it is a situation where uh, consciousness does not go anywhere and it does remain in some degree and that's something that could be detected in the future and you never know what could remain happen. as in in your body as not you pass in, in your body but like in the an actual atmosphere. spirit yeah like I'm gonna like I'm trying to avoid those sort of words okay. like soul and spirit and stuff like that really but like, okay but I'm trying to like establish like that just like I, I try not to use the word God when I talk about like the idea of life essence and whatever it is that I'm mm-hmm. talking about so I'm not talking about like some being I'm also not talking about like some floating glowing person that you can speak to right but I'm talking about like their like I don't know like their presence their physical like like it's almost like an echo of them you know what I mean it's not like they're there but like the sound that they left is there you know what I mean so so what's your take on any afterlife then I think that we, uh, I feel like we have, we leave, <laughs> again, false, like, I can't say it, right. like, these are, like, not entirely, these are not proven beliefs. Right, but it's, this it's is your like, I think personal. that we go, we, like, face the mirror of our soul, essentially, like, so if you've done good things, what? and actually, like, good things, this isn't, like, um, things that somebody else thinks is good and you think is bad. Right. This is something that is determinable by, like, like universally good. standards. Okay. Yeah, like, so, like, if somebody, like, hits you, physical pain is occurring. So, like, but if somebody, like, like, rubbed your shoulders in, a, like, a pleasing way, that's not the same thing. That sort of same touch is not the same. Right. So, if you were to do one of those things for all, all of your life, other than, opposed to the other thing all of your life, you're going to, experience those positive or negative things for eternity and I feel like that's sort of what people talk about when they talk about going to hell or going to heaven mm-hmm. like because a bad person would have a terrible time right seeing all that all the time and that's that's, <laughs> that's one thing my dad always said growing up he goes you're born an idiot you're gonna die an idiot mm-hmm. you're born you know a good person you'll probably be good it just it just doesn't change like for like oh I had this con- I had another conversation with this girl she's very you know God first God and it's, that's fine but we had this conversation she her I think one of her family members is in jail for uh, rape and murder something like that something pretty bad and then I told her well I don't really believe when people like that they 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 do ten twenty thirty years whatever then all of a sudden the next day they found God everything's fine I knew it was wrong but I still did it. I just, I'm a better man. In my eyes, no, you're not a better man. You you knew what you did that whole time was wrong. And the fact that you're trying to use any excuse just to make yourself feel better, it doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. And I think I think a lot of that comes from fear, too, of not knowing whether... Because no one knows what happens when we die. Yeah. So a lot of it, I feel like it's fear of, well, well I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to do yeah. that. I've, I've, I, mean, I want least, the best. Right. I also want to see my family members right. that may have passed away. But in my head, that doesn't make any sense. Like, you're a horrible person still. 
I just thought about something. Hold yeah. on. I'm going to be good. Yeah. I actually keep this in there. Okay. You should not drink that much more. Have you ever drank when you took a Xanax? No. Do not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Yes. All right. Whatever. Anyway, yeah. I'll delete that. <laughs> if it can still hear. Because I, I just muted back. Okay. I just, I still saw the little thing still going. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no, I remember you told me that story. I was like, Whoa. Yeah. I, was like, I wake up with French fries. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck no, God. But anyway, but yeah, nobody know what day this is. This is gonna be released later. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> like, oh, that was what was going on the other day. <laughs> but, but no. So, but yeah. So, your family doesn't live here. No. So a lot of so my it was my mom, my dad, and I have two older sisters. But the second oldest. We all lived in Vegas, and then once my uh, once uh, COVID happened, they were like, "Well, my parents are retired; they don't got nothing to do." So, like, well, they went back to LA. They said, "You want to go?" I go, "No, I have my." Do-. I was around my by the time my daughter being born. Yeah. So I said, "Well, I I don't want to do that to my daughter where I'm her dad's in one state, her mom's in another state, and that back and forth I didn't think was good for her." So I stood here and I've been here by myself. Maybe they left late 2020 maybe early 2021 so about a year mm-hmm. and at first it was hard and like there was times when like that like i said i would catch myself talking to this the spirit or the sky whatever that may be just to get by because and that's the one thing that it even interests me even though i'm pretty firm and know what i believe there's still times i catch myself thinking like what am i doing this has i went my whole life not exploring this part of my mind and i'm doing it now but I think a lot of it comes from when you're in a deep place in your mind or you're lonely or, you know, you're just going through stuff, your your mind opens up and you try to find answers. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not saying I got any answers from that, but I, I did catch myself in the moment like, whoa, this is the complete opposite of what I've thought my whole life. So I thought that was interesting. You ever had any times like that where you're like, well, not like it's a last ditch effort, but let me just try. Let me open my mind and try something different that I don't normally go with. So I so as I said I was like I always never had like bad experiences going to church and stuff like that. So I always thought that I never thought far away from the idea that there's like some sort of like supernatural. I don't deny like the potential of that. I just okay. never have seen any evidence of it. Right. Like I entirely will can say that I don't think that any religion has ever gotten it right. Right. So I can't say that there is or is not a God. However, whenever somebody says it something to me, they're saying something to me that is not true. Right. Like whatever like whatever a person has ever said, like, oh, I went to heaven and I came back. No you didn't. Right, right. Like those or, stories of like the yeah, little, like, the little like, white boys drying drowning the, the, the fucking yeah. um Noah's Ark happened. No you don't. Yeah. <laughs> like So yeah. So that kind of stuff. So it's like I've never been the kind of person that like, and I also think that people, especially who, who, people who stay religious, mm-hmm. think that a person who doesn't stay religious has a problem or they hated what they learned or like they think it's all against them. No, it isn't that. I just entirely know that what I learned does not compo- like confin- configure with reality and yeah. it doesn't. So I, I recently read this study it was like a professor he did so the only there's if if you ask any major university professor i think in the world honestly and then and this is what kind of tripped me out when i when i when i read this i get almost i would say 
almost 100% of every historic major university professors, they all believe Jesus was a real person. Now, was? They believe he was, like, it was an act. He, he existed. Yeah, I've heard that. No, I'm not saying like whatever story. happened yeah. is real, but they believe, hey, this is a real there person. There was a guy. This, there was, there was an actual Jesus mm. man. And then the other thing I found interesting was the only proof we have of, of, uh, of crucifixion was this one bone found, I forgot when, I have to double check, but it was a shin bone with the nail and with and the nail through the shin bone. Mm. And that's the only evidence we have of crucifixion. There's not no other there's finding. Like, well, there's like a specifically of that one, but like right. they did, I mean, that, what, that is how the Romans used to kill people. Right, right. Like fucking crucified. But right. they also didn't crucify them on a cross. They crucified them like on a stick. Okay. But it's like, but I know what you mean. Like, there's still no evidence of it. So right. like, you aren't, you aren't putting anything forward, just saying it or saying that the Bible says it. Well, like, when you make a statement like like I was thinking about how to make this make sense to somebody, let's just say something impossible happened. Like there was a a golden toaster that like crash landed in the middle of the desert, and so then it happened. And ten days later, it was gone or whatever it was. No, no. no. Let's just say ten days later, um, somebody was to say, "Oh yeah, did you hear about the golden toaster?" And somebody was like, "Oh, I don't believe you." I can say. Well, it's over there. It's right there. It happened 10 days ago. Blah, blah, blah. It wasn't right. there 10 days ago prior to that. However, if I was to say, oh, did you hear that golden toaster that landed in the desert? And there's no evidence of it. Nothing like that. Why would somebody believe, believe me? Yeah. Like, that makes yeah. no sense. Right. Like, I think that they don't they don't want to take it that far in their own thinking. Yeah. They take it just at face value. Well, what would happen? So it mm-hmm. must have happened. Well, well, I heard it happened. That it happened. Right. Exactly. And I believe the person that told me that it happened. Like, no. I, I've always had this theory, and it's, a, it's a my personal theory. I believe... I'm one of those people that believe everything that's ever happened, good, bad, or any tra- no, tragedy excluded, because you can't control that. But mm-hmm. majority of what happens in your life is based on your decisions in life. What you did. I don't really believe in karma. I believe this happened because, not because it was supposed to, but because A, B, C, D lined up for that exactly. to happen. Right? And then, so I feel like a lot of people don't see it like that. And I also feel like when it comes to people, when it comes to like the religion thing, it, this is just my thing. I feel like a lot of it comes from fear of death, fear of the unknown, which I can understand. Yeah. And like a lot, what, I, what I hear a lot of people say is, well, let's just say Jesus or God, there is none of that. I'd rather go my whole life believe in there is just in case there is a heaven and i go i could understand that but i feel like if you take control of your own life and you make your decisions at least for me that means a lot more than hoping for the best or praying for the best when you could go out there and control it yourself yeah and also too if you are trying to get to like a better place why wouldn't you live your life in a a better a a good way anyway without having to Without even having to learn that stuff, if you right. like, if you word those things without learning it, what would be the difference of learning it and doing it? Right. You know what I mean? Because like a good person is a good person, whether they believe a certain thing or not. Yeah, and a lot like, of people who get their information through one, whether it be a preach or one of those mega churches mm-hmm. that I don't agree with, but and then they just tend to believe whatever it is they say and it's like that's fine you could believe that but you you got to take stuff in your own hands and accountability and do your own research because mm. when you're just 
it's like kind of like the blind leading the light. He, the blind leading the blind. He doesn't really know. You don't really know. But you guys are convinced you know everything, exactly. and that's not always the smartest thing. Right. And also, too, you're working in, like, a closed system where it's like, well, I believe it, you believe it, so it must be true. Right. But, like, no. You have to really, yeah. like, think about things. Yeah, I, so, need you to, I need you to prove me. If you, like I said, like I, and I've always told people, if one day he comes down on the seventh day or whatever, I'll be the first one to admit I'm wrong. Right, exactly. Right. But I, I'm not saying. Prove yourself wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm not here to argue with no one. That's fine. That's their own beliefs. But I'm, like I said, if that ever happened, I'm got nothing against it. Mm. But it's just, like I said, as far as in my life and what I've seen, there's never been a day where like me saying this prayer is gonna make my day a little bit better. I I could do it myself. It's too much. Uh, so part two would be so working in Las Vegas. This is the server part, but like I would say, this is like. The drugs and alcohol thing. I've seen a lot of crazy shit. Not like too much. Like nothing surprises me. It's been a very long time since things surprise me or shocks me. But um, yeah, you get numb to it. I'd be like, oh, <laughs> like person on the ground. Like, yeah. <laughs> but um, what do you? I've noticed, like, like for instance, me being a bartender. Mm-hmm. It's really difficult to, like, bounce out of a situation where you think, should I cut security with this? Mm-hmm. Is this person right. going to, like, first of all, you probably deal with somebody that's been there before, especially right. in, like, a local casino like Ellis yeah, yeah. Island. You get a lot of regulars. And then you, like, how much of a problem is this going to create? Is it going to create a problem for other people? And right. Especially because I'm on extra board. Right. And I know me I'm working other people's shifts or, like, a shift. Well, the karaoke shift is technically like you can call it mine, but right. like it's really not. But as opposed to when you go to the the main casino, that's your yeah, and it's of, like that's right. somebody you're else's because yeah. I'm covering somebody else's shift normally. But and then you get those people that think that they know best, and oh, the whoever gives me this and whatever it is. But I, I'm trying to like. I don't like drinking that much. I'd rather smoke more right, than anything. Right. See, I'm the opposite. I'd right. rather drink. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Like, because to me, I feel like people get crazy when they drink. Right, right. Like, their emotions get all twisted yeah. and shit. Like, you can't That's tell the them anger no and stuff. I'd be yeah. like, and it's just like, and I, I, like, I'd be like, just trying to think, like, what is going on here? Like, <laughs> yeah, because there was, there was a time here in Vegas, I, even... I want to say, I don't know if you remember this, maybe a year ago, maybe a little longer, when, remember all that stuff happening on the strip, all these tourists would come, and then, like, there was a big scene, a big meme, where all these girls would get on those, those little electric scooters, and then go down, up up and down Las Vegas oh, Boulevard, yeah, 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 yeah. and just trash from going down the escalators. That was probably the oh, worst. I didn't know that. I yeah, they I were. Knew, well, I knew that they were using, but I didn't know. Yeah, they were, they were like, going down out. escalators. Like, they were just going to town with them, and then, that was probably the worst it's been in a while. But even now, I feel like, Especially working graveyard, the the stuff we see is because I I work I have that one morning shift and that one morning shift you get nothing but families a lot of elderly people it's fine, mm. but once that ten eleven twelve o'clock shift hits it's a whole nother world. Oh yeah, it's where you or, get or you get or the graveyard when you're like at five thirty and it's like yeah. a whole bunch of fucked up people coming yeah. in to eat. <laughs> you get all the and this is serious. You get at least our clientele in graveyard is the working girls. The stripper girls who just got off and they just want to eat, and then you have uh, just the drunk, the drunk friends coming from the club. Those mm-hmm. are the main three I feel like that we come across, 
And like Joe said earlier, the, the stuff you see, it, you get used to it. Like one time, I'm running food, I take it to the table, and I, you know, I'm talking to them. And the next thing I know, this girl straddles the guy she's mm-hmm. with and she's trying to get it on. I'm like, what the hell? Oh yeah, I remember many, many times I I was in Ellis Island, passed out. This is before I was working there though. But I remember one time I was just like in there. We just tried to pull it all night at six thirty in the morning. <laughs> gone. I was like in that back seat, passed out. Yeah. It was all right though. Nobody kicked us out. But it's but the stuff I've seen like like uh like an example would be somebody sitting there thinking that playing five dollars is a, like allows them to open this like unlimited buffet of fucking drinks and shots and shit. Is that a big problem we do it? All the time. Like, even last night, like, I remember I'm seeing two people on my head, and and also, too, this is what really, really, before I go into that, yeah. but, like, th- like, and it's just, like, you have to use the, like, you can't abuse the system, especially when somebody knows what you're doing. Right. You know what I mean? Because, like, we were not stupid. Like, we're sitting there talking about you. We're also warning each other about the person. Yeah, yeah. So, we're not sitting there like, oh, like, the person's like, you you just caught on. How do you know what's going on? Because they right. told me that you're yeah. fucked up. Like, right. <laughs> like yeah, they're not lying to me. They're not fun. lying to me yeah. for no reason. Or, like, they're not lying to anybody to just to get you gone. Like, and also, too, if you get on my nerves, I still don't have to do nothing for you. I can get right. security right now. Like, and then... But, that's not stuff I see, and that's what I was always curious about. Like, how what is it like when you cut people off? Is it normally a good thing, or like, is it a good reaction? Um, I normally don't cut people off unless they're getting on my nerves. Like, right? Unless, like, unless I literally, they... like, I'm like, like, literally, almost probably kill many, many people because I don't. <laughs> Even though I'm sure I should. Right. Like, I'm sure it's a little, like a legal thing, but like, yeah. But also, too, I don't normally deal with people that can't handle it. So it's like I'm not cutting people off that don't need to be cut off. Like right. I wouldn't. I think I've cut off people when I was, like, working at the Cromwell because those people are fucked up. Right. But, or, like, I try to, like, kick a prostitute out or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, I feel like the biggest thing is to me, the most annoying thing to me is trying to, somebody trying to abuse the system. Like, and then don't think, oh, I'm going to give you a tip. And it's, like, $3. Like, right. Like, yeah, like, it's a big deal. Yeah, like, yeah. I didn't have to risk anything for that. Right. But my thing is this. My biggest thing is... The establishing of what the establishing of how the bar is supposed to be ran. Like if a bartender does, if every bartender on every ship did it the same way, there would be no person saying that. Oh well, they gave me that. Mm-hmm, well, yeah. no, right. they didn't because we know how everybody does it. Yeah. And there's also another annoying thing about um, a non-union property. Mm-hmm. Union properties have. A very strict hierarchy of how the bar is ran. Right. The bar so it's consistent twenty four seven. Yeah, like the bartender does these things, the bar back does these things, and right. the quarters do those things. Right. So that there is no, the bartender has to go leave the bar to go do this. The, right. The bar back. Or hey, well, how come that trash back. isn't yeah, like, done? Or no, it better be clean before I leave. No, yeah. that's why we need employees. <laughs> right. God. I'm in charge of this. They're in yeah, charge of this. That, they're in charge of that. Like, right. So it's like there is no confusion. There is no point to think. Or there is no sh- one shift that does it differently. Like, no. But also, this is what I was about to say. This is what annoys me the most. Like, being black, I feel like, and also it's a lot of, like, black people that come into Ellis Island. Mm-hmm. Fine with that. Who cares? But, like, 
don't think coming up to me is like some like pants uh, like getting like free yeah. shit That's or like thing? more things. Fuck yeah. Like really? the man, the other person that I was imagining in the same example, I feel like he does. Well, I'm sure he does it to other people that he, like the regulars, but like, I feel like not knowing me and coming up to me thinking that he can just, Oh yeah, blah blah blah. blah. Like no, like you, like, I don't like know you guys you. being black uh, automatically yeah. makes you guys friends. No, we're or not. Something. Okay. Like, and then I was, I feel like when people would hear me say, "No, we're not." This is like, well, you don't like you're not trying to support us. Well, uh, I, I'm gonna <laughs> support you. However, I'm not gonna support your drinking habits. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm you not acting like bad habits. Like, what the fuck does right. that mean? Like, you asking me like. Oh, can you help me with my business? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, but right. you're asking me, like, give me another shot. I'd be like, no, you're fucked up. Right. Like, <laughs> and you're giving me a dollar every night. Dollar. Right. And yeah. even that, like, it's like you're sitting there all night. And that is a $5 doesn't equal that. No, You know what I mean? What are you talking about? Like, I did not know. I mean, I knew it was a thing because, like I said, I have a lot of black friends. And uh, uh, remember Ike? He was, yeah. he, 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 that was his biggest problem. He goes, man, just because you're black and I'm black. We're gonna we're gonna bond automatically. No. Uh, he goes as far as just because we're black, I'm black. I believe in left. You believe in right. That's the biggest problem right there. And mm. they they walk up to him like, oh hey, what's up? This and that. And he goes, no, dude, I, I don't know. I don't. You could be no, white. I don't care. It, it's it's just, you you uh, don't you don't appeal to me. If you were cool and respectful, yeah. It's like that old saying: you're cool with me, I'm cool with you. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them walk up that I've noticed. A lot of a lot of my black friends say, oh, this black dude came up to me. Hey, what's up? This and that. And it's like, dude, what? You act yeah, like you knew me for ten like, years. Exactly. No. no, you don't get nothing. Even, but even I, ex, I always try, like actually don't know. I know, no, I really don't. I actually don't know too many black people out here. Right. So a lot of my friends were Hispanic, yeah. and I always asked them that, and I was like, "Do y'all get that too?" And it's like, "Yeah." Like a person comes to be like, "Oh, speaking of Spanish," yeah, and yeah, thinking like yeah. asking me something in Spanish, thinking that they're gonna get it for free. Like, right. no, you're not getting nothing. I get, I get that too in a way, because at first glance, I, I a lot of people believe I'm white, but I'm just like a white Mexican. But I, the the, the things I get, especially like grow like where I live where I live or growing up where I did, when especially in LA. Blacks and the Mexicans, they don't do business together. They oh, just yeah. don't. Oh, yeah. Right. So when I came out to Vegas, there was a neighbor of mine I had. She was, she was, well, let's just say she had her business. She was a white lady, but she was also doing business with the Mexicans and the blacks. And she thought, oh, this is going good. And in my head, I told her, that's rule number one. Mm-hmm. You, it just doesn't happen. What? It, they're, they're not when, when, when it comes to, when I say business, you know what I mean. Oh, uh, right. Like actual, like, like, monetary business okay. yeah and um, then and i told and and it's i mean it, it probably does go good with some people but the parts of la and where i grew up you don't mix that type of business outside of your own minority it just doesn't mm-hmm. happen that's why yeah. like a lot of the big prisons in california it's just saying you ever seen that movie american history x yeah so that movie is backwards he started off as a racist he goes into prison and then leaves the races. But in reality, it's the opposite. You go in, not a races, but then you leave a races. Oh, yeah. And so, like, that's where I feel like a lot of it stems from, like... And it's like, I could be wrong, and I, I probably am, because I know a lot of... I've seen a lot of people run their, again, businesses with different minorities. But I feel like that's... I, I was always taught that's rule number one. You keep it within your race. And it yeah. sounds bad, but... Like with like I said, my neighbor, a quick story. She was running with the blacks, the Mexicans, and, I'm, and then she thought everything was cool. Then a couple months later, they end up killing her boyfriend, mm-hmm. and she thought they, she thought the they were friends. They thought yeah. they thought he said something this and that. 
and yeah, and it was one. It was a young, uh, a little Mexican kid. Like he was a Southsider or something. But yeah, and I that's told so him, crazy. And you know, it's so crazy. Like before moving to LA, because I was at film school in LA. Yeah. Like I, I still really never have dealt with any like direct racism and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But definitely when I was living in LA, I saw it. Yeah. Like I was like, this is really weird. Like I was like. And it's it's so different to because where I come from, it's like ninety percent black people. Right. Like so it's like there isn't like twenty five, twenty five, twenty five or like a twenty five forty. Right. Like you know what I mean? Some ratio. It's you all know the what same. I mean? Like it was all like so it was much more of one thing. And it wasn't it didn't seem I don't I feel like it's because of that the balance wasn't as equivalent as it would be in LA that wasn't like we got these places, we got right. those people, you know what I mean, these who are doing this, like, right. and it was, like, so strange, it's like, even, like, for instance, like, the first week in film school, they asked us to do, um, we had to recreate a painting on video, though, so, like, we have to, like, find a painting on the internet, right. and set it up, set the, set the whole thing up so that the image on camera was a moving image of the painting, basically, and one of the rules was it could not have a black person in it. Why was that? Because, because quotes, the people are going to talk about the lighting on the black person too much. It's going to create. It's going to take a, away from the painting. Yeah, it's create, really? It's going to take away from the assignment. Like, why is this black dude in the middle of oh, Montana no, no, no. woods? Why, or well, well, his skin tone isn't that dark as the picture on this and da 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 and blah blah blah. So it was like no black people. Like, what? How does that? But also, too, this is what, this is another thing I was thinking about too. A lot of paintings actually don't have, unless you're dealing with like African American painters, right, right, right. You're not gonna find paintings that have a shade of a black person that is not like African dark, right? You yeah, it, I mean? there's no like a light skinned black yeah, no. dude. It's all like straight yeah. tribal African. Exactly. That, that, that stereotypical <laughs> black person or like African person, like, right? Because most of the paintings that we're talking about are, like, Renaissance paintings. So, like, they, right. there is no such thing as a light-skinned black person because they didn't exist then. Right, like, right. Well, yeah, I'm sure they, like, they didn't exist, but they didn't exist in a way that they exist in America. Where, right. Like, with, like, a mixture of people. They were just, right. like, lighter. They were just a lighter, little yeah. bit lighter than their counterpart. But oh, shit. But, like, no. But, yeah, that was so crazy. I was just like, this is so weird. And I was just like, and then I've also, when I was there, I also noticed that the... It was definitely more Hispanics in the class. Mm-hmm. However, I feel like they separated under, like, the control of, like, one or two, like, in control white guys who were the directors of the producers. Okay. You know what I mean? So they would be, like, the gaffers and, like, the lights and stuff like that. And then there would be the director who's doing all the stuff. But... I like I don't know like maybe I'm just saying something that was that wasn't there, right? But I'm also not stupid, so I know when I'm looking at shit like that, yeah. Especially knowing what it looks like when it isn't happening, to go into a place where I, I've never like experienced it to it being literally surrounding me, and somebody be like, "Oh, that's not racism," it is right. because you think that. You, this is normal. You're just seeing it at face value, yeah, as like, opposed to you. You're looking at. Like, I'm Wait like, a minute. what are you talking about? Like, right. we don't even talk about that stuff. Yeah. Like, I've li- like when I was in high school, we didn't talk about. There was no need to talk about gang. Like, 
rival races because there were none. Really? You know what I mean? Like, so they weren't like, so we didn't say stuff like, oh, like, like we didn't, like, we didn't describe people by their race. Like, we was just like, or unless, like, like obviously it was like, if you're talking about somebody that was like specific, like you're talking about like a white guy, you go, right, hey, do you right. know David? Oh, no, I don't know him. Da, da, da. Oh, the like, you know, the the one white guy in that class, da, da, da. Oh, him. You know what I mean? Like, but it wasn't like, Oh, that black guy over there, he said da 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 Like, not everything is the black guy, the Mexican guy. The, you know what I mean? Like, So the white guy was the minority where you grew up. Oh, yeah. Like, no, I would say the minority was Hispanics. Like, <laughs> like those were the minorities. Like, it was, like, very, very little where I came from. See, for me, hearing that is a complete opposite. Growing up in L.A., that's all. There was either Mexicans, Salvadorians, or Guatemalans. Those were, like, the main mm. three. Or white people. Right, right, people, right. Mm. And so, like, but... Like it's crazy, or I don't know, but I also think that that's a interesting thing. I don't know. As I far as like, like far as like race theory and getting into yeah. like socialist social justice with with whether minorities and because I don't know, like I feel like one thing I always say is people. I think that so I don't know if you know this like. It's a it's a movie called School Days. I think it's School Days. I feel like it is. It's like this Tyler. Oh my god, mm-hmm. what is his name? Spike Lee. It's a Spike, Spike Lee, Lee movie okay. about like um, it was like this like thing in college where it was like dark skinned people were against like light skinned people. You know, saw that movie. Never heard. Never saw. I'm about to check it, it out. It's a. It should be somewhere. I'm sure it's somewhere. Yeah. Free somewhere. But like, it's called School Days, and it's like. It talks about like the rivalry between light skinned black people and dark skinned black people. Is that and a big issue in the Oh in my your god! Like, uh, 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 no, that's a real to, that's a real thing. Oh my god! Yeah, like, and it even goes even further. Like, so um, I don't ever say stuff like that. Like, I don't ever be like, "Oh yeah, light, I'm light skinned." Like, I don't ever be like, "Oh, like look at your black ass and boy." You know what I mean? Like, I don't ever say stuff like that. But also, I always notice like. The only people that ever say it is dark-skinned black people. And I'm like, this is to be as bluntly as I can, mm. but I don't talk about your skin tone. However, you're always talking about mine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Almost like, like they're judging, not judging you, but they're looking at you differently. Yeah, like, like, why are you doing that? Like, I don't ever talk about that. Mm. Like, I don't ever be like, Oh y'all light skinned people like because they'll be like oh y'all light skinned people always yeah. do that. I hear that a lot. Mm. I hear that. Or like you ever see that one like <laughs> even it's like some funny things like it's like the little meme. The, it was like the light skinned lion roar. You ever saw yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like they see you guys as yeah, like, not as what are you doing? Nah, like I'm, 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 I don't want to say purebred, but they look at you guys like like a softer black. Yeah, person. they be like y'all don't get the same treatment. Well, yeah, that is true because. People associate like they probably think that my mother's white or something, and like, right? And right. They, like for subconsciously, but for whatever reason, you're like a halfsy to them. Yeah, they'd be like, okay, well, he's not that big of a threat. This is entirely true. Like they, this is what people see. They see darks and people as a threat, which is a problem, right? Because it's like you can't associate that because it's like you can't be like. Like there's like there's kings, there's rich people, like there's people that own businesses that are dark skin. So you can't be like, oh my god, like this threat right here. But then you associate every licensed person as a good person, no? Because right. like or not as bad. That like I'll be person, like yeah. arrest him, 
<laughs> like right. they're light skinned. I'd be like, "That my cousin, and he's the one who did it." Like, I just like I don't know. It's just like, but I I don't ever do that. And also, too, the way what I was about to say, but what goes even deeper is like, I've noticed that like, there's like this tension between like blacks and other black cultures that aren't Americans. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I blacks, heard black Americans and Jamaicans, or black black right. Americans and Africans. Some, or some there was uh, there was this uh, web series that I forgot what it was called. I, I try to remind myself. He uh, it was uh, it was one black dude from New York, mm. like Bronx dude, and then there was a, I want to say maybe a Jamaican or something, and uh, the the black dude from America said. So like, hey, like so when you came from the U.S. Yeah. and you see all these black dudes in your mind, are they really black? Like what? Like what? Now obviously they're black, but do you judge them? Like, like wait a minute, you're African American, that type of thing. Huh? This is you said somebody asked an African man this, right? Okay. And then the African man was said, he's what he said. He said, yeah, they're black, obviously, but we view them as not purebreds in a way. Mm-hmm. And he goes, and apparently, I forgot exactly what it said. I'll try, I'll try to remind myself, but that was his whole thing. Like, yeah, you're black, but you're black in America, dude. Try being black in the Congo or Nigeria. It's a whole other freaking animal you're dealing with. I mean, I, like, I understand, but the thing is, like, Culture is different everywhere. Like, yeah. So, like, when you go to Africa, of course, you're going to be dealing with different things. Right. Just like when you are here, you're going to be de- dealing with different things. Or being African, an uh, African person who moves to America, you're going to deal with that differently. Whether, or the being an African family who moved and then had a child who was born here. You know what I mean? So, like, right. you have right. to really... And also, too, what difference does that make? Like, we've been, like, we've all have been on the planet for the entire right. time that everybody else. We just live in different places. Yeah, like, what does it matter? That's how people, like, people be like, um, like, this one guy I know, like, he's Greek. Okay. Or, like, there's so many other things, like, but he'll say that he's white because I feel like it makes him feel better. He, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he identifies as white. Yeah, you, you identify as white because you want to to me I feel like when people say something like that it's because they want to receive the benefits of that you know what I mean that, like that white privilege yeah like cause, or like saying like I remember this one conversation we had he was like um, I'm trying to like <laughs> a person that works for him said that they're like on the, the Black Lives Matters movement or whatever okay. and um, he was like, well, I don't, I kind of don't like that because, well, how does that impact me? That means that you're not going to help me as much. As a white man? Yeah, like, okay. why do you think that? That means that you believe that, like, I can't, like, I, can't, I wouldn't be able to, just, like, but, like, a zero-sum game, it means that there's going to be no more at the end if okay. somebody else gets it. Right. You still have an opportunity to do whatever you want to do because you have every opportunity that you choose to do. Right. You, yeah. Just yeah that, so you like that like, whole notion of, oh, being born in the ghetto or being born is like, well, yeah. so are millions of others and look so what they did. So everybody, like, because even like my friend, my family, like my parents specifically, like my father's born in the ghetto, my mother, man, I would say like she was born in the ghetto, like, 
But like she definitely, she was raised with like six kids, like you know what I mean. So it was like a whole bunch of kids. So it, was, it was a little harder. Yeah, well, I don't know. Like I don't know how hard it was. It's like my family also had a farm in Virginia, so okay. like they probably were like good. Like you know what I mean. That's another probably thing that they was like. That's that's another thing too with being light skin. I also feel like being light skin, especially back in the day. Like, if you were to look at my grandmother, mm-hmm. you probably would give her a job before you would give somebody else's, like, grandmother who didn't look like a white lady. You know okay. what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? So, this is probably like, oh, I I like that one. So, that means that she's going to get a better job. She's going to be able to provide more for her kids. Her kids are going to be able to do better. Instead of, like, the other way where it's, like, the they weren't given the opportunities that, the, again, the light-skinned woman would get. Right. They're, they're denied things. They can't do as much. They can't provide as much. You know what I mean? So, like, I understand, like, where it comes from and where these things, like, where this all happens. But, like, this is why we also all have to do our own idea. Like, we have to figure it out on our own. Yeah. Like, do your own shit. Right. Like, get your own money. Do you believe there's people who are, like I say, darker skin who believe, well, the world's already against me just because I'm a, I'm a darker skin? Oh, guy. yeah. Like, really? This guy, like... I know this, his name is... I'm not even going to say his name, but... Right. They, we have a friend who... Our friend's... Baby's father's friend... <laughs> is like that. Like, literally, every time... Like, and the, which is crazy, the baby... Like, our friend and the baby father is both light-skinned. And every... Like, every time I see him, it's just like... Oh, y'all light-skinned people doing this stuff again. Oh, you light-skinned people. Oh, you uh, you beige people. That's another thing he says. But it's like, literally, nobody ever says anything about him being dark-skinned. Because also, too, right. why would I say that, too, and then I'm with Reggie? Like, you know what I mean? Like, right, right, so right. so stupid. I'd be like... Yeah, you guys' are like, complexions are different. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's so crazy. Let me see this thing. Hold yeah. On. Actually, I don't know. Let's see. We're gonna wrap this up. I'm gonna smoke one more time. We're gonna work. No, you get shit. But let me see. Oh yeah, I don't know. It's just like it is very difficult. I don't know if there's like any, any um like levels to that with like being Hispanic. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's like a um. People from Spain, people from right. Mexico, like from people from Guatemala, it's like this, like oh no. So that's like the like, interesting thing. So my so my dad and his family, they were born in Mexico. His grand, my grandpa, his dad, born in Mexico. But before that, they all came from Spain, which is a lot of Mexican Spanish because Spanish. Yeah. The Sp- Spain was kind of like Europe. They ruled half of the Spanish co- yeah. countries. So I don't I don't think it's like that. I I think the closest thing I could. Arg- not argue, but bring up in that same situation is a lot of. I say the biggest minority when it comes to the Spanish community would probably be migrants, and that's the close. And I say that because they feel like they're at the bottom. They feel like they have to work three, four, five, twice times as hard, which is true. Especially what do you mean you talking about in America coming like uh, like aliens, like illegal aliens. Okay, I they I feel like they have that same thing on their back. Well. Yeah, I could work. I could fix your car. I could. I could do. I, there's so many things they could do, 
but just because they're migrants, they're they're pushed to the side almost. And is that by other Hispanic people? There, there is a few. There is just I can see that. just like just like so like just like how there's black people who, and I'm not saying it's wrong, but there's like that small amount of black people who are right wing Republicans mm-hmm. who are like they they don't agree with the regular I guess black ideology. Yeah, there's a lot of Spanish people who are like well. I want a stronger border. I want a, you know, yeah. more protection. You know, and and that's probably the best way I could put it. The a lot of them and like and and in the especially the Mexican community, being loyal and family is a big thing. But you do get those uh, every now and then. Well, well, no. If 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 these guys are coming over and murdering and killing and bringing drugs, then why do I want them? There there are yeah. there are Spanish people like that. Oh yeah, and also I mean like and also I can kind of see what they're point is with it because if they took the steps to like naturalize I think that's the word yeah not, yeah, yeah, yeah like to uh, become a citizen and stuff like that like you have to do that too but also too what I've noticed like a lot of the people that are able to do that are people that come from a more well to do place yeah like they're not like just like like bitch you know what I mean like not just like it's more like, I, like they barely can feed themselves. Like right. they don't have the time or the money to do what you did. Yeah, yeah. Or, and then it's funny too because like well, I've seen a lot of whether it be online or anywhere, and I see a lot of these Spanish girls or guys. They start off really, you know, struggling, broke, whatever, and then whether they get famous online or they get a good career, listen to good business, which is great. But then it's almost like they put themselves in like almost like that stereotypical white category where they're not giving back to their community they're not they preach loyalty they preach you know love and all that but they're not doing much to help anyone mm-hmm. which i could i mean I'm, i could understand you work hard for your money your career that's fine but 10 years ago when you were preaching oh i'm 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 in the street i'm gonna help everyone and then you just balance and forget about everyone and you're better than everyone i don't that's exactly yeah at, at least practice what you preach like that's one thing i'm big i'm I'm big. I try to stand what I at least back up what I believe in. Like I said, it may not all be true or make sense, but I feel like for me as an individual, if I don't practice what I preach, then what good am I? Exactly. There's no point in me saying this and that if I'm not going to stand up behind it. That's a great thing to say. But I want you to, being the co host, the new co host, I want you to make up an outro. Close us out. Okay, like a what do you want? Like a like a like a jingle or <laughs> jingle? <laughs> I don't know. Make up something. Just okay. be like this is Aussie and right. virtual reality, <laughs> right? Virtue, virtue, yes. not virtual. Yes. <laughs> all right. So first of all, I want to thank Joseph for inviting me. This is fun. I hope anyone out there gets any. If we could entertain you or hit you with some knowledge or just be a part of the day that was cool i appreciate it and i saw joseph has a couple statues that are like hear no evil see no evil speak no evil everyone's evil well not everybody mm-hmm. we all have our listening in our ears what we choose to believe and we don't choose to believe and we see what we want and and we see what we don't so that kind of that kind of goes hand in hand with his with his mascot so i thought that was pretty cool and yeah, we're not here to judge no one or bring anyone down. Just if you have an open conversation, feel free to join and that'll 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 add to it. Alright. We are signing out at Virtual Reality and see you next time.